Hi, everyone, and welcome to the Total Celebrity Show. You can check me out on Twitter, at TotalTutor, and NeilHaley.com, and all those exciting places. Uh, and I am excited to welcome to the program from Animal Planet's Finding Bigfoot, Matt Moneymaker. Matt, thanks for calling, man, and how are you? I'm very good. Fantastic. You know, tell me the story. Me? Yeah, I can hear you perfectly. Tell me the story, Matt, of how you got got involved in this show and stuff. Tell tell us the story. Uh, well, I, it's a long story, but I'll make it succinct. Okay. I got interested in it when I was young. I saw the documentaries in the 70s, and then later on, I met a few witnesses. I found out about a location that I could get to. I found tracks up there. And it was very uh, arm-swing from that point. And then about six years later, finally had a face-to-face encounter. And then I just went full bore. I started the website through the organization. And uh, eventually got involved in working on TV shows. So Final Bigfoot is not the first Bigfoot series I've been in. I was in one called Mysterious Encounters before. Uh, and then in between, I was running expeditions. So, you know, fans of these shows wanted to go to Bigfoot areas. So uh, I would take them out and taken out over 10,000 people at this stage. You know, about half of those were, were taken out by other people in the group that I kind of trained. But, yeah, so it, we made it, turned it into a pretty big thing. Uh, you bet. And, and and I know there's a lot of doubting Thomases, right, Matt, out there about Bigfoot? Yeah, I, I, and to me, that's great. Let's put it this way. After I finally, you know, there was so much doubt, and I had so much stuff, it's funny when I had one standing in front of me, growling at me, and I had to walk away from it. But that point forward, I, I you know, I hear oh, a lot of doubting Thomas that people don't believe it, and I'm just like, you know, just keep on believing that. Keep on thinking they're not there, and let me have the whole bit of my problem. So, yeah, I, it doesn't frustrate me anymore. <laughs> Now, so, uh, and, and and I'm sure people would say, did you enjoy the movie Harry and the Hendersons? Is that, that's been a question, I'm sure, when you first say you're a Bigfoot tracker, right? Because that's the next popular thing next year's show, right? Is the only time they had a Bigfoot movie, really, was was Harry and the Hendersons. Yeah, and that was, you know, it, it, the, the significant thing about that for Bigfoot researchers is it was the one fictitious detective that made them friendly as opposed to, you know, a stalking, rampaging monster. Like, it was the most commercially successful. And, and it just kind of went against the grain. And we have to, you know, every, you know, few years, there's a whole new generation of TV and filmmakers. They want to use the big subject. And, of course, they, they've got to push the monster side of it a lot. You know, to really grab people's attention together. And it, that's so overdone. And it's so inaccurate because they're... they're they, they totally won't. They'll try to scare you, uh, but they'll they they want to hurt you. But you know that that uh, you know, but they, it, it gets fluffed up for sensationalism. So when you spotted Bigfoot, how tall was Bigfoot, Matt? How tall would you say? <laughs> One more time. How tall? How tall is Bigfoot? Okay. Well, first of all, there's you understand there's more than one. It's a population of animals, so. They they are they mate and they have young ones and again they're very rare. They only reproduce like three or four at the most because uh, they need so much space around them for hunting and, and they're nomadic, so they they move around. Very scattered populations. So obviously they start up when they're born, they're pretty small, <laughs> you know, probably a lot larger than a human baby. 
So they go from being small, but they pop out. The average one is about eight feet tall. We're talking about the wow. male. Okay. Uh, and the females will usually be around seven feet, uh, between six and seven feet. Uh, they'll pop out. And uh, but some of the males in some areas, especially places where there's elk around, those are the places that will find like, you know, 19 inch tracks and 20 inch tracks. And th- so those ones may be like 11 feet tall. And that's what people had described for a long time, is that they were getting symptoms of the overflow. And they're saying, oh, this thing had to be 15 feet tall, something like that. And, and we always, you know, took, we were skeptical about some of those descriptions until we saw the footprint cast themselves. Uh, you know, and these were gotten by, like, you know, the, you know, law enforcement on Indian reservations that have a lot of help. Uh, and they would tell you, you know, their stories. Then you strike, yeah, there's some that are really towering giants. Wow. And so what we're, we're learning, Matt, is that you're, you're not the only one ever to spot a Bigfoot. And then there's lots of people that you ha- you get testimonials for. I mean, or uh, I guess uh, find out from them what they saw. So you constantly are gathering more and more information of book Bigfoot sightings, right? They're not just in one area of the United States. They're all over, right? Oh, they're, 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 they're in... Well, every place there, I don't want to say, you know, they're, they're, everywhere there's deer, there's Bigfoots. No, but everywhere there's Bigfoots, there's either deer, and in some places just like wild pigs, or, uh, you know, sometimes there's elk in, you know, the Northwest. You have elk and salmon and deer, which is why you have most of them there. But there's always got to be some jackpot of protein uh, source around. And, and very often those are places where Native Americans had their villages. Because there was jackpot approach. Oh, the other one's waterfall. There'll be some places where there isn't a lot of deer, isn't a lot of anything else, but there's thousands of migratory waterbirds, like Canadian geese or something. So some some kind of protein jackpot, and then a lot of forest places for them to hide, and a lot of clean water. And there, the you know, Bigfoots will spot, you know, will get into those places and make a living. Oh my gosh! Holy cow! So what should we expect this season of uh, finding Bigfoot? What should we expect of, uh, uh, for the show? What we did get, I, I, I'm I'm pretty sure. Uh, I haven't seen the cut of it, but I'm pretty sure. Uh, you know, every it's like every other episode or so, we get close enough to one because we really are out there trying to figure out where they're at in a given area. Because after we have to talk to enough witnesses, you realize, okay, there's some around somewhere, and then it's a matter of like kind of looking at maps, aerial photos, plotting the, the reports. And figuring out, okay, at this time of year, this will hurt here, so this is probably the best place to go. And we know, yeah, it's we'd love to have them walk up and growl at it like that one key that night. Uh, and of course, it's a constant frustration to have, you know to do this with a camera crew following you around because it almost guarantees these are not going to get closely approached. Uh, but we could get close enough to get the, them to respond to make sounds. So we've gotten a lot of legit reporting. And I think this Sunday night, this one from the Southern California mountains, uh, this was in back of Lake Arrowhead. I mean, a town hall up there and all points right to this point along it, you know, the Crest Trail, uh, this one big canyon area. And we did get one to scream back at it. So it was the report led us in the right direction. Fascinating for sure. Uh, finding Bigfoots on Sundays, am I correct? Is that your time slot for finding Bigfoot? Yes. Sunday nights at what time? Matt. Yeah, depending upon what part of the country you're in, it, 
It could be 8, 9, or 10 o'clock. You'll have to look in your listings. All right. Well, fantastic. And best place we can find information on you. I'm sure you have Twitter, different places we can contact you as well with questions and different things like that, right? Where can we go? Yeah, I, I, I because I made the first Bigfoot website. I'm the one that takes the finds for the Bigfoot in any search engine. My website is the very first one for Bigfoot Shield Researchers Organization. And there is all my contact So, Matt, can I find Bigfoot somewhere outside of Pittsburgh, or is it more in an area, uh, like, where would you expect in the east where I live in Pittsburgh to go try to search for Bigfoot? I'm six foot ten, by the way. Just a oh, yeah. oh no, sir. Oh no, no, no. You've definitely got Bigfoot not far out of Pittsburgh. You've got them to the south, just like north in the areas north of Uniontown, uh, and you've got them up by Butler, uh, and you've got them up by uh, uh, it's not Brady, it's uh, well the Kinsu Dam area. Uh, so that's a little bit further away in Butler. Again, the mushroom line. Oh my gosh, I'm uh, I'm I'm I'm, I'm oh I'm really close to Butler. By the way, my house is like 20 miles away, and my one my uh, brother-in-law's house is go, is like almost in, in that where you're talking about. Oh my gosh, so wow. Where are you from, by the way, Matt? Where do you where do you live? What area are you? I'm originally from Southern California, but huh? I, I I lived in Ohio for four years. So I got familiar with that area. Well, fabulous, Matt. Thanks for taking the time. Best of luck with the show. Everyone needs to tune in on on Sunday nights. And uh, hope to chat again. If you're ever in the Pittsburgh area, I'll come search with you for sure. That'd be a really interesting thing, okay? All right, excellent. All right, take care, Matt. See ya. Thanks. Okay, bye-bye. You're listening to Total Celebrity Show. Bye-bye. And we'll be back in just a moment.